Welcome everyone to another intoxicating episode of my Big Fat Pull List, your one and only shop to get all the opinions you'll ever need to fit in that juicy little brain of yours. During this episode, we'll be taking a look at James Gunn's latest entry into comic book-based cinema, The Suicide Squad. Welcome everyone, I'm your host to this episode, Pistol Danger. I have no funny catchphrase because as the host, you don't get to have that because you have to just immediately introduce yourself. To my left, I am the terribly expendable Mr. X. I am Dragonus Prime. I'm the real polka dot man, Smurfy. And I am the mad thinker of the group, Dr. Impact. Join us on this magical journey as we deep dive into James Gunn's trauma-centered movie, The Suicide Squad. Because if you don't feel there's trauma influence in here, you're a goddamn idiot. And I will be using the full extent of my (laughs) four-letter vocabulary for this one. If anybody knows James Gunn's lineage in film, they should know that's where you got to start was trauma films. There is a lot of influence where that is 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 from. And I, I appreciate the fact that you uh, brought that up, Pistol. Thank you very much. So, so I totally know what trauma films are, but can we describe that for the audience? For the audience who doesn't know what trauma is. Tra- oh, God. So, or me. Uh, Tromaville is a small town in New Jersey, and the founder of the company, Lloyd Kaufman, decided, hey, we can do things here in New Jersey just like they do in Hollywood. And one of their first films was The Toxic Avenger. Oh, wow. Uh, The very first and only superhero from New Jersey. That, yeah, it was it was very much you know I, I we can do what they do in Hollywood if we take the William Castle Roger Corman mm-hmm. um, model and implement that in our filmmaking process yeah. here and um, which is why Troma is not they're, they're like a step or two down from what you would normally get from like a full moon movie right gotcha. but still making films. Yeah. And James Gunn being a local boy, mm-hmm. he is from St. Louis. Yep. James Gunn went off to New Jersey, started working for Lloyd Kaufman, did some absolute fabulous work if you're into that sort of thing, which I am. <laughs> because they are they are a very specific niche. Yeah. Yes, they are. They are very and uh and and James Gunn, God bless you for being the fanboy that you are and bringing your stamp to the world of mainstream cinema when it comes to the comic book world. And if you out there at home would like us to talk about the Troma series, why don't you hit us up on our Patreon? Patreon.com forward slash my big fat polis podcast. Let us know. And shit, we'll talk about it. I'm, I'm all for it. Yep. I, I always want to relive the adventures of Kabuki Man. Ah, oh, Sergeant Kabuki Man <laughs> in my And with that, gentlemen, hit the noises because we're about to jump right in to Spoiler City. Spoiler warning. From this moment on, spoilers are in effect. You have been warned. 
Gentlemen, like we like we often like to start, let's talk about our introduction to Task Force X. Mine personal, uh, I know it was in the comic for a while, but honestly, it was Justice League, the cartoon. Mm. That's where I first met Task Force X, and then later would learn of them in other mediums. Um, one of my favorites is their two animated features, um, Batman Assault on Arkham featuring the Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. Those are clearly two of the best representations. We almost got them in Arrow, but that was kaput, so we could get that 2016 masterpiece, the Suicide Squad. Well, I mean, we did get them in Arrow. They just didn't continue in Arrow. They kind of just got rid of all of those characters and said, hey, we're not going to talk about that anymore. (laughs) Dr. Impact, where's your first? My first exposure to Task Force X specifically was um, the original Legends comic where they made their appearance. Now, I, I did know of the, the Suicide Squad, the old Suicide Squad from the old uh, Silver Age comics, but that was more of like a military group that uh, went on missions that were deemed potentially suicidal and of course they were heroes so they they won every time but when legends came out in like what was that 85 86 something like that dc took the name suicide squad from that old comic and applied it to this new task force x mentality so that's that was my real first exposure um was through that and then through their various appearances in justice league crossovers over the years and i will have to say i don't know how many of you guys know this but but i know mr x knows it i generally speaking am not a big fan of suicide squad or task force x in general like they're fine as a plot device in stories but i i'm not a real big fan of the the whole thing i did know that for me, I want to say that I knew of the characters from the comics, never read a uh, Suicide Squad comic, uh, but I knew of them. And then they the representation of Task Force X inside of, uh, just like Pistol, the, uh, the Justice League cartoon, Justice League Unlimited, which I feel still to this day, not counting the current movie we're going to talk about later on, is probably the best interpretation and not just an adaptation i'm saying interpretation because the concept of taking criminals implanting bombs in their the base of their skulls and then sending them out on missions uh, that could get a little redundant after a while because i mean depending on who you're doing it to i mean who really cares the the two animated features which don't even exist in the same universe. Batman Assault on Arkham takes place in the video game universe. So to have those characters to to introduce Task Force X slash the Suicide Squad in that animated film, wow. And then when you have Hell to Pay, that animated feature, that's in a uh, that's in a class of itself because I feel like animated wise r-rated animated wise that's probably the best you can get but if you're not into the r-rated animated dc features which some people aren't then you're uh, right yeah absolutely fair uh then your best 
your next best option besides the comic books is Justice League Unlimited because that's a really great episode and and actually shows how close to the line of uh, good and bad Deadshot walks. Dragonus? My history, I've always known of the Suicide Squad just from the comic world. Um, I never really read them a whole lot. I think maybe they showed, showed up in a issue or two of whatever DC book I was reading back in the 80s or 90s. But uh, I guess my first major, like, introduction is, like you guys have been saying, the Justice League cartoon show. And uh, to a little bit of that aspect, a slightly, I, I always associated Suicide Squad with um, Secret Six, Villains United Secret Six. Mm. I know it's not exactly, a, the they're not the Suicide Squad, but it's a very similar concept where it's the suit team of supervillains. But uh, yeah, that's where I got mainly my most exposure with the, the team. I guess I'm next. Best for last. Um, early 2000-ish, I actually picked up some issues of Suicide Squad uh, and read them. Thinking, you know, like, I saw some old covers and was like, oh, these are some, like, the Batman villains, some Rogue Gallery villains. I like this. The issues I picked up did not have any mainstream characters, but none of them made it throughout the book. And at the time, I was like, a comic where people don't make it? Like, this is kind of, you know, this, hmm. is, this was new to me. Um, yeah, pretty much. And then, uh, like, a couple years later, got introduced to the Justice League Unlimited, you know, Task Force X, which was like, oh, okay, you know, kind of a little more understanding of it. But that was about it, because uh, some of those Suicide Squad books were hard to find, and so I was just picking them up as they kind of became available at the comic shop I was working at. Written and directed by James Gunn himself, starring Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Sylvester Stallone, Viola Davis... David Dalmatian, going to say it wrong anyway, so I might as well say it wrong the way I want to say it. Daniela Melkor, Michael Rooker, because of course, and uh, Jai Courtney, the Suicide Squad landed on theaters in 2021. I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely fucking hated 2016 Suicide Squad. So when it was announced that before it was there was a director attached to it who I enjoyed, they were going to make a sequel. I was like, oh, easy skip, baby. Save me some <laughs> right. money, save me some time. And unless somebody joins our Patreon and requests it, I can just skip this movie like I have Batman versus Superman and not be any of uh, the wiser. And uh, and then they announced James Gunn. And I was like, well, shit, yeah. that's pretty good get. And then they announced the cast. And I'm like, well, shit, that's a pretty good get. And then they showed us who everyone is playing. And I'm like, all right, James, you have purchased, you have gotten one ticket from this motherfucker right here. I mean, you've literally introduced nine out of 10 characters I know nothing about. I've never heard of before, which means any of them could die in horrible ways. Yes, please. Right? It's not like one of them, you, you, you imagine one of them just going to get out of a van and be like, oh yeah, this is the other guy who didn't get six intros and three pop songs to show you what he does. <laughs> oh. yeah. Right? For for the record, though, Pistol made me watch that stupid movie, the 2016 one, three times because he's like, it can't be that bad. And I go, it is that bad. He's like, you always watch it bring anyway. this up. Yeah, I, I want to be on record. I want to be on record because he made me watch no, it. No, you times. know what? You know what? You would think I would be salty at that, but he. Smurphy has every right to be salty at me for that because in my head that movie <laughs> couldn't have been that bad. And that's a, that was his argument. 
It yeah. Happen. I go, it is. And he's like, there's no way. I go, remember this scene? He goes, I don't. I go, remember this? He goes, nope, don't remember that either. Yeah. I, I guess I, we'll I, watch it. Like, put You're making in my this eyes. up. Yeah. I was this like, movie oh. didn't have that. In. No, it did. It was no, that. No, it did. Yeah, I absolutely blacked that movie out in my mind. I absolutely did. We like, introduced Deadshot three asked times. Me? First hour of the movie. No. Yeah, dude, they do. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to ask me what scenes I remembered and had favorited from the first scene, None. I couldn't tell you one except for like, I think Captain Boomerang has the pink unicorn stuffed in his jacket. Yeah, and he was like, no, Cat Boomerang's awesome. We need to watch it again. No, YouTube that scene. It's YouTube. Yes, it. that's fair. But I stand by the fact that uh, Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang is terrific. And that's fair. I'll, I'll give you that one, but not worth watching that movie again. Well, and then once the trailer dropped for the new one, I knew. And it was in theaters. I'm like, well, unless there's a huge surge, seeing it in theaters. And I did. Oh. Yep, I did too. I did yeah. too. Oh, okay. okay. I, I watched it in the safety of HBO Max. Yep, absolutely, same here. Absolutely fair. Uh, when uh, when the wife and I saw it, we went with another couple that we enjoy. And then um, there were three or four other people in the theater. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Dollar Tuesdays. They're back. That's, yeah. that's kind of how it was when I went and saw Shang-Chi. It was kind of a... a, a private yeah. screening slightly private yeah. screen but anyway that's neither here yeah. nor there yeah that's a great way to go yeah yeah uh dr impact when you first heard about the sequel and then all the subsequent information how did you feel i, I also hated the other film from a few years back the regular suicide squad movie and i i had no use for it i i, I don't know that i could even find one moment in there that i liked or appreciated even to, to margot roby changing into her costume okay you got i i have one other scene that i like i have I, the internet for porn thank you very disagree much disagree with that yeah. altogether because the whole <laughs> point harley's in that movie is just for sex yeah true but i i have no problem looking at at margot robbie no um, no problem with that at all well you but, know, if i'm going you, to terrible, i'll just yeah. watch uh, wolf of wall street never mind right right right, right. that's right so no, I, I I had major issues with that film. I hated the Jared Leto Joker. I just didn't want even want to bother with a sequel. When James Gunn was dropped from Disney Marvel and DC and immediately gobbled him up and hired him for The Suicide Squad, I thought, okay, well then, if James Gunn is going to do it, I'll see it. But I just, I also just don't care about the Suicide Squad. I just, you know, it just doesn't do anything for me. Until I started to see those trailers. And holy crap, like it just, it was like, oh my god, this is, this is James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy style, taking the restraints off. That, that, the, those restraints that Disney puts on, on everything. And, um, and yeah, I just, I was... I was floored with how much fun it was. Um, I, I could not believe it. I will definitely be buying it uh, on Blu-ray. Smurfy? Yep. The old movie only has one scene that I actually kind of like, and that's just because um, I, I enjoy going to the shooting range and shooting guns. And it's when Dead it's when Deadshot is uh, hitting the targets, and you're watching him just, like, stack that. Like, it's just one hole in every target, man. You're just like, wow, I appreciate that as a fellow, you know, guy who <laughs> shoots. Like, damn, amazing accuracy, cool scene. Um, again, could have YouTubed it. That's all I had to get out of that. Which, yeah, that, that's really sad. That's my only favorite scene from that whole first movie. Uh, this new movie, I, I like. 
found out James Gunn was on it, uh, heard about the cast, and I was like, man, I am on it. But I'm like, that cast is so big, there's just no way like, they're, they're going to make it all. And I can't wait to see some of those deaths. Like, that's my first thought. I was like, there's no way all those guys make it. <laughs> like, the yeah. movie's called Suicide Squad. There's, yeah, I like, a majority of them are going to go. So I was all on board. So, um, and then, like, and when I saw the trailer, I was like, yeah, man, I'm definitely in. So I did watch an HBO Max, and then I went and saw it in theaters, because I had some friends ask me if I went to go, and I was like, sure. Because, uh, you know, Fire Tuesdays, like I said. Again. Oh, so you got to see it twice, then. Yeah, yeah, because HBO Max had it, and uh, it was really weird. When I saw HBO Max, I saw the first half, and then, I, like, I, it was, like, late, and I, I stopped it and went back the next day and saw the second half. Hmm. Uh, so that was really interesting. And then um, in theaters, you know, I saw it all the way through. That's how theaters work, my dude. I know, right? You can't hit pause in the theater. Pro- pro- projectionist, uh, I got to poop. <laughs> yeah, I got to make it poopy. Stop the film. <laughs> nope. As far as me, I couldn't even begin to tell you what happens in the first Suicide Squad because I've tried to block <laughs> that from my memory. Um, I actually went to go visit a buddy of mine in Indianapolis because he was excited for the film. So I drove all the way to Indianapolis to watch that garbage. The wow. first one? Oh, yes. wow. Ow. Yes. I think Ow. the only Please movie... Please tell me I... it gave you a reach around or something. Some. <laughs> I some popcorn. I, I think the, the worst movie... I think the only movie I could be more disappointed I went to go see was The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. That's another episode. That, was, that, that was a rough one. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw that in 3D. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was it wasn't great. But uh, yeah, so I couldn't even begin to tell you anything about that first movie other than uh, I think the villain was absolutely chosen wrong. I think it uh, should have yeah. been Joker if we're going yes. to yeah. instead of Joker yeah, being right. DLC for the movie. Yep. And <laughs> um and I I I honestly don't remember any of the conversations um I don't remember if Margot Robbie had any character development because I don't think she did in that movie no. because all she no. was was there for sex. None, there were no character development. The most character right. development we got in that movie was Killer Croc wanting BET? Question mark. Wow. Time okay. out. Uh, Harley went from her sledgehammer to her baseball bat. Remember that was character. Oh, development. you're right. There. That my mistake, guys. It was a good. It can't, you know what, Smurfy? It can't have been that bad a movie. Let's go back and watch it again. Oh my God. I'm going to come over to your house and kill you. <laughs> and why do I care that Enchantress has betrayed the team if we haven't seen her work with the team? Never Ever, cared. right? Mm-hmm. No one cared. Because you didn't see her fall in love with Rick Flagg, you idiots. Because no I didn't one see did. It coming. <laughs> but I digress. As I, I could, I could have an entire episode of me just yelling to our fans about how much I hate that movie. I think we all could. <laughs> As yep. for the new one, I had my trepidations on going into it because, uh, again, the bad taste that I'd say 90% of the DC movies have left in my mouth. Of course. And uh, so I was I was nervous, but uh, seeing James Gunn attached gave me a bit of hope. Seeing the, the images that he started leading out gave me more and more hope and then obviously the trailers which we've all talked about were you you sit there and you go okay i'm okay this is interesting this looks fun enough I, yeah. i'll watch it yeah of course i'll watch it yeah but yeah and i i i, I ended up watching it at uh, hbo max we sat uh, me and the missus sat down and watched it and uh we both enjoyed it we we uh, had a lot of fun with it i think uh, at the end our favorite at least i can 
know for a fact my favorite character was King Shark. Because <laughs> uh, he, was, he was just, yeah. Yes, Malay. Um, and and uh, I, you know, every time I watch him, I'm always surprised with how much I love John Cena in movies. Yeah. He he knows what role he fits, and yeah. he, he kills it each time, yeah. But uh, yeah. I kind of want to see his new Hulu movie. Yeah, uh, I know. It looks Vacation stupid. Buddies or whatever, yeah. Um, but yeah, so bottom line is I enjoyed it, and uh, I would be willing to watch it again, and I'd, I'd probably buy the film. Like Dr. Ingebrek said, like I'm definitely buying this. I've seen it three times, once in theater, uh, and then twice on HBO Max. Like Now, is that time- the same amount of times you watched the first one? Yes, <laughs> I had to be fair. I had to be fair. I took, yeah, I went over to Smurfs. I'm like, Smurfy, this can't fit that good of a movie. It's got to be bad somewhere. We can watch it. And do you remember? You you made us buy it. We had to yeah, buy the stupid Xbox. thing on, on, your game, on my Xbox. Because as long yeah. as we could get it, no one else had it. Because everyone else was like, this is poopy. You have to yeah. buy it. And he's like, oh, let's do it. I'll pay for it. And I'm like, oh. And you did. We did. Oh, we paid for it dearly. Yeah, we did. Uh, let me piggyback off DP. I think my favorite character was uh, Ratcatcher number two. Uh, I didn't know anything about Ratcatcher number one, uh, so I was primed for Ratcatcher number two. I was like, there's no way. Uh, so, small also, side. love the, the, the cameo from Taika as Ratcatcher. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, that was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I loved uh, Mantis's uh, uh, little cameo, too, from Guardians. She was one of the dancers in the nightclub. I don't think I caught that. I don't yeah. think I caught that either. Yep. She was the red-haired dancer, I believe, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Wow. Yeah. Okay. If anybody here is a fan of James Gunn movies, you'll know it's a his movie because you'll see a lot of his favorite people to cast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Michael Rooker has literally been in every single film <laughs> James Gunn has directed professionally. Not only does he love working with Rooker, but he always uses his brother as well. Yes. And he was Weasel. Sean Gunn. And he was the Weasel. Yes. Which is no, he, was. he was Calendar Man. He was also Calendar Man, yeah. And oh, Calendar right. Man. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of people in the jail that I think bigger DC fans like Dr. Impact might know and be like, oh, that's blah, blah, blah. Because there was somebody next to him that's apparently a big DC guy or like somebody. And then in the women's prison, there were a couple of very purposeful, different looking female prisoners but uh, i don't think i caught any outside of calendar man i, I think that was the only and, one i caught and he was pretty obvious because i yeah. think they even said his name to him like, i think so yeah. man, or whatever yeah. smurphy who was your favorite uh oh god you know what <laughs> i really did love polka dot man <laughs> like yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah i said before another podcast like some of my favorite characters are like condiment king and i was like dude we're gonna put polka dot man in i'm like he's the number one guy and then throughout the movie i was like oh damn i'm like okay i'm like go to polka dot man I love seeing Polka Dot Man's mom on all the characters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! You know what? I'm changing my choice from Ratcatcher to <laughs> Polka Dot Man's mom. Yeah. Because as an actor, how fun do you think that role oh was god. to play? Right. So I'm doing what again? I'm just I'm everything at some point. Yes, ma'am. And at some point, you have to knock down fake buildings. And you yes. get to be. You what? I'm going to give you yeah. twenty bucks for this role. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay you to be in your movie. Yeah. Mr. X, who is your favorite? Of course, it's got to be Milton. <laughs> Who's Milton? I'm not Milton. You ju- We just had a conversation. You were Milton. Your name's Milton. No, 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 it's not. 
not. Yeah, we had that conversation for two hours. I I love running jokes and the fact that Milton became the running joke at the end, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. That yeah. that by far, uh, uh, personally, no. I, I I was actually surprised at how much I liked all of our surviving characters. Yeah. After the initial assault on the island. Yeah, uh, I I did not expect to enjoy Ratcatcher number two because I didn't know anything about Ratcatcher at all. One right. or two didn't matter. John Cena, holy shit, uh, he is the he is the new Rock because it seems like everything he's in, he's just really fucking good at mm-hmm. being in. And I'm lo- very looking forward to uh, to that uh, HBO Max series that he's going to be in. Uh, Peter Capaldi. Oh my God! Yeah. Holy crap! Uh, all these all these just little known characters that get tossed into this movie, but again, it it boils down to the fact that Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, by the time this movie comes out is finally a character that I care about following. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, when she Mm -hmm. was first introduced in Suicide Squad, it's like, you're only here to get fanboy boners. That's it. You're here for the boners. That's that's all. And then Birds of Prey comes along and it's like, oh, oh, okay. We're we're trying something. We're gonna we're gonna shape something. Mm -hmm. Still didn't care about her cared more about all the other characters in that film but then we get to this one and it's like all right i'm i'm with this harley this this is the harley that i want to follow yeah yeah so that's that's my answer that harley 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 oh you were coming to rescue me i'll I'll go back inside i'll go back inside (laughs) oh that's not patronizing i loved that one quick line from That's not patronizing. He's as he scales down. I'll watch that dude do anything too. Yes. Like he he was Absolutely. perfect for that role. Absolutely, like, just yeah. perfect. And the fact that the movie has your big bad, it's it's Starro, which right. you think of a as a Justice League villain. Well, because yes. he was the first Justice League. He villain. was the first right. Justice League villain. So you think, oh, we're gonna save that for the team, the A team for the DC universe. Oh no. We're well, saving it for these shit bags here. Well, yeah, well they had the chance it, they didn't. What it looked like to me was it looked like Warner Brothers execs way of saying, "Yeah, we're doing Justice League movies, but you'll never be able to pull off Starro. So just we're not going to make Starro worth anything. We'll we'll you can't use him in a Justice League movie." And then James Gunn comes along and says, "Oh, really? Yeah, hold my beer." <laughs> yeah, it's that it's that same thing that like y- you know they did with um Wonder when Woman. Michael Bay did the the Transformers yeah. stuff and he said that you can never make them look like the cartoon. It just won't play. And then Bumblebee comes out years later it and it's like, it. "Oh, really? H- how yeah. about this?" How about you fucking shut up, Michael Bay, and, you fucking nerd? And so like I just, you know, the 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 fact that Starro not only was in it, but was spot freaking on. Uh, that was awesome. I want to imagine when James Gunn was, was like, that he had just gotten fired in DC, rightfully so, like right under, like knocking on his door, but like, 
we'll give you whatever you want. He's like, cool, here's what I want. I want to make a movie based around the 1980s Suicide Squad comic. And I want Starro to be the villain. And they're just like, this guy's going to screw it up. But whatever, man, look at the name brand we've got associated to him. Fine, yes. And he's like, you idiots. You have no idea what you just unleashed. It's Let's like, if we they would stole do a Marvel more. director. We stole a Marvel director. We, we, we're, yeah. we're in. But see if they would do that more. If they would, well, I mean, yeah. look at you know not to not to get off on too much of a tangent with DC films, but since this certainly is the most recent entry and and is part of the discussion, and probably the best DC film. Uh, I disagree. Look at the DC films that work: Aquaman, yep, Shazam, and Wonder this, Woman. and and the first Wonder Woman, and to a certain extent. Birds of Prey, even though it's a terrible adaptation, sure. it's a fun movie. Right. Yeah. But like look at the, the, the other ones. They trusted the director. Mm-hmm. They trusted to get the right director to follow the source material while at the same time treating it realistically, as opposed to Snyder's take, which is, oh quick, uh let's make something realistic and hide the fact that this is a superhero movie at all costs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and clearly, Suicide Squad, or I'm sorry, The Suicide Squad, does not hide the comic book angle at all. And nope. that's why it works. I 100% agree. Well, and it's one man, one vision. You know what I true, mean? True, true. There isn't a lot of studio meddling, which happens from time to time. <laughs> We've kind of danced around the, the movie, talking about our favorite characters and whatever, but let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about that opening scene, which which I loved, but also broke my heart because, again, I really enjoyed Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang. But anybody with half a brain that paid attention to the trailers know he's nowhere to be found in that second <laughs> half of the trailer, and Harley Quinn is holding the javelin. So... Yeah. People um, gonna die? You know what yes. was great? Interviews. The guy who played Javelin went on Conan, or Jimmy Kimmel, or one of those, right? And they're interviewing him, they're like, "Oh, you're in the Suicide Squad," and he's like, "I am." And the the the, the actor, I love that guy because he he's made it hilarious. sound like he was in that full movie, and he's yeah. only in it for like 15 seconds. But he was like, Flora "Yeah, man." Something, yeah, yeah. The, he's a he's a German actor, um, yeah. but like he was like, "Yeah," he's like, "I found out who I was. I researched a character. He, I think he spent more time." figuring out who his character was, then he actually was that <laughs> So, like, and, like, and the way he sold it off, and so when I saw him on screen, I was like, oh, yeah, dude, that guy is going to make it places. And, like you said, I didn't even realize in the trailer you see Harley Quinn's javelin. <laughs> and then he's yeah. like, this javelin's super special to me. And I was like, oh, he, he ain't going to make it. Like, yeah. he's, he's gone. It's very sad. I love that they made us kind of care about these characters, too, with the whole meeting Michael Rooker thing. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember where I saw it, but somebody explained, like, just the beginning of this movie with Rick Flagg, you know, smiling, putting out his hand, saying, you know, nice to meet you. I've heard good things is a better way of introducing him as opposed to the other one. And I agree because like seeing him, like knowing that this is his job and being like, yeah, let's, let's get on the team was much better mm-hmm. for Rick Flagg, I think. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. like, you know, they make us care about all these, like I love that little cargo plane scene versus the first one where, this is Katana. I advise you not to get killed by her sword because her sword traps a soul. I only remember that exact line. No, but it's close. Review. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like, this is much like, I love, like, I love jab. I'm like, what's your name? And then Nathan Philly just goes TDK. And then he goes, your name is letters. And then Captain Boomerang with my favorite line, all names are letters, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's a great way for these guys to stay in character, introduce each other and have fun with it. You know, right. like they're like, what the hell is this thing next to me? And they're like, it's a were- what? It's a werewolf? No, it's yep. not a werewolf. Yeah. And, oh. Credit, credit to Pete Davidson. I yeah. I think he's a very funny person. I do not think he's a great actor. No. This he was terrific in. He was pretty good. Like I I hate that guy, but he was pretty good in this movie. So Yeah. Oh man. Like just Well, just even that scene where he's joking around with the law enforcement guys by pulling the gun on him. Yeah. Yeah, like it had a fun, lighthearted tone, and then like they hit the beach running, and the first squad member goes down. Yeah, not even that. They drop Weasel in the water, and someone goes, "Hey, did anyone check to see Weasel yeah. swim?" <laughs> and, like there's silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Across> the <cops. laughs> and that was another great thing that the movie was the first movie was a total miss on. Yeah, Waller and her squad and her like. Lackey, yeah. her employees. Right. They the were com- like making bets and everything. Yeah, the comp center's like, who's going to make it? 20, 20 bucks on the weasel guy. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like that intro, tw- that 20 minute intro scene is better than that two hour movie we got in 2016 by far. And like, I mean, you knew Harley was going to survive because of the trailers. Right. You had a feeling Rick Flag was going to survive because of the trailers. But any of the rest of them were up to grabs. Right. And I, and I like that it showed. Like they had fun, we laughed at some of the silliness, and then shit went down. Mm-hmm. Well, the, what's crazy is these named actors. We're like, that's a named actor. Named actors yeah. don't get bumped off right away. Oops, you know. Yeah. Oh, whoops! Like yeah. that to me was well, like, there wow. Pete Davidson's face. Yeah, Ten- that's what I'm saying. Like you paid a lot of money to knock these guys off. So Ten years ago, I would say yes, you are correct. But now it is such a huge deal to be a cameo in a superhero film that really right. didn't surprise me that much. I mean, look at Matt Damon in Deadpool two. No, that's true. I mean, you are look right at Matt now. Damon in Thor three. Yes, right. I agree. Right, right. you well, know, like and true. But I'm just saying, like some of these guys, though, I was like, there's look no at way Brad this is a Pitt in Deadpool. Oh yeah, Deadpool two. Yeah, yeah he right. did it because his kid begged him. Yeah. Yeah, as the Vanisher, literally, right. he's on but, screen for a second. If that, yeah. and it's a blink, it's a blink, yeah. and he's gone because he's getting But to that point, like, there's also a lot more money in being a reoccurring character to these right. franchises. Sure. So there's there's both sides of it, but yeah, like in the first twenty minutes, you just see, uh, and sadly, Captain Boomerang goes down. They yeah. all go down except for the two you know from the trailers. And later, because we're in spoiler territory, we find out Weasel yeah. survived. The first guy dead is not really dead. Yeah. And uh, like, why the just, hell it, is it, he on this team to begin with? Yeah. <laughs> we think he agreed to it. Like I love that. That's what Rick Flag says. We think he agreed, he agreed to, to it. it right? None of them speaks Weasel. He ate uh, seven a, children. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> in this, what's fun is this movie so. Fucking quotable too. It's so fun, um, but yeah, that first twenty minutes where it all goes awry, and then you find out there's a second team, mm-hmm. and we get you know the backstory of the second team. And I'm sorry, Viola Davis is Waller, even in the first movie. Oh, she's great. She is yeah, hit perfect. Oh, right. Yeah. Her her portrayal of Waller this time around was even more spot on. Oh exactly. yeah. yes. You don't know, yes. like you're not going to really put that 16 year old kid in jail. I would do. You don't know what I would do 
Like, oh yeah, she's ruthless and so terrifying, good. and nailed it. And you're just like, wow. Like, I, it gave me goosebumps while we were watching it. My wife even was like, wait a minute, why is she? Why is she a good guy? She's really she's not, not acting like a good guy. And I was like, uh, she's really not a good guy. Like, yeah, she's she's, she's more the anti-hero. Yeah, she's, she's not a, even really she, an anti-hero. She is a government agent. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, she is that's the United the, States government. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly Body to how. One person. Realistically, that is how a yeah. government person in that position of power would handle that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're bad right. guys. They're all just numbers, and we the 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 goal is the mission. You're all numbers. Mm-hmm. Get the mission done. I don't care what yeah. it takes. Yeah. Um. And what I love, and and then right right after that, we we are introduced to our new Suicide Squad. That right. was. I, I loved that part where they come up to. Uh, uh, Idris, and they're Idris. like, anything in his hands can be a weapon. And then they go back up to Peacemaker, and they go, anything in his hands can be a weapon. Yeah, be a weapon. And Idris <laughs> is like, you just said that about me. <laughs> yeah, if you listen, she says the exact same thing. Father raised from birth, like all that. She says yeah. the exact same things to him as she did to, to let Bloodsport know he is replaceable. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it's it's such a good contrast. I feel this movie uses flashbacks in a very right way. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. Um, and then there's the scene where they have to go get Rick Flagg. <laughs> my favorite scene. And, and, yeah. My and favorite then, scene. The back and Blood, forth is so fantastic. Bloodsport and Peacemaker. Yeah. Oh, just, God. You know, you know, nobody likes to show up unless what they're doing is cool as fuck. fuck. He's like, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Damn it, he's oh. right. <laughs> He shoots the one guy and he goes, ha, that doesn't count. That's just a flush wound. He goes, exploding bullets. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> He's like, damn. Uh, and to play off Mr. X's point, there is a uh, a continued joke. Yeah. Smaller bullets. Yeah, smaller bullets. Um, oh, I also right, love yeah. the part where Peacemaker chops up that guy in the bed with the axe he finds. Yeah. That guy's sleeping. He's just like, slice, 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 walks on. Yeah. <laughs> the deaths were so brutal. And I was like, and John Cena pulls them off so heartlessly that I, I couldn't help but laugh. Like, I love that. Yeah. See, that. That whole scene made me laugh so hard. He is a ruthless killer that would eat every dick on a beach. That's <laughs> right. It freedom. <laughs> he <laughs> loves peace so much, he'll fucking kill everyone to get peace. I'll, I'll kill every man, woman, child for it. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> If this whole beach was covered in dicks, I would eat them all to ensure peace. That's right. I bet you would. <laughs> and then even Harley Quinn's like, like little one-off area, like where she's by herself. Like we, oh, we that was her for like fifteen oh, minutes. Oh yeah, really good, well shot. And then yeah. near the back end, it feels like you're seeing it through her eyes, where all the flowers and. And birds and everything cuckoo, are showing right. up. Yeah. Well, just even that monologue she gives after she shoots the president. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was really well done. And again, showing more characters, more character of Harley in that monologue than is in the entirety of the first Suicide Squad movie. I'll say that's just like a four or five minute section. King Shark, who only says about five words in that whole movie, has more character development than any character in the other Suicide Squad. He does because he learns and... the value of friendship. Yeah, and bird a stop the comms. You know, uh, pistol. You you mentioned the way that that scene between uh, Harley and uh, the president was shot, and, and and how cool it was. That was something else that I really appreciated about the film. They didn't develop a new camera, but they developed a new stabilizing rig and system for this film for the shots which is why the camera 
moves so fluidly mm, through okay. a lot of the fight scenes. Uh, the camera, it, there's nothing new about it or the lenses, and it's not like they built some brand new stabilizing system from scratch. They used existing pieces, but they they will operate them in a very different way for this film. And I think as a result of that, I think you're going to start seeing a lot more of that kind of stuff in film because it, it worked so well. Well, I'm here for it. Moving forward from the movie, which I think we can all agree on, we all enjoyed, uh, there were a lot of uh, things that set up future DC properties, one of which is Peacemakers series. Also, I think written and directed by James Gunn, if not if not written directed by at at, at least show run by him at the very okay. least. Yeah. Now, for the record, sorry, his show is it on HBO Max or what's it going to mm-hmm. be like? It will mm-hmm. be on okay. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yes. On top of that, it feels like there's definitely room for a sequel here because the whole point was to make Bloodsport the uh, the new leader because Rick Flag has demised. Will Smith is off doing Will Smith things. Now we have Idris Elba as the new quote-unquote leader of the squad, which could obviously all change. But I really feel like we have set up the Suicide Squad in the DC Universe to be a continued movie presence. Until Flashpoint. Until Flashpoint. Yeah. Until, then, <laughs> until Flashpoint yeah. changes everything. Yeah. Yeah, and even then, James Gunn can be like, nah. Like, uh, who was the writer who wrote Green Lantern? It was like, Jeff yeah, Jones. Yeah, he was like, yeah, we're not changing Green Lantern lineage for your bullshit revamp. It's all the same <laughs> stuff. Enjoy. James Gunn will probably do that. So now with Rick Flag Dad and Deadshot as the or Bloodsport as the new leader, there is an open possibility. And I think that was one of my favorite scenes is the fight between Peacemaker and Rick Flag. The way it was shot through the helmet too. And if you listen to mm-hmm. the way Gunn did it, he like filmed it like twice. And filmed the the helmets and then the reflectiveness on it, just the way that was filmed is just absolutely terrific and such a brutal fight too. Yeah, yeah. when he picks up the giant grate on the ground and just swings it at him, so good. The only thing I didn't like about that was I really started to like Flag in this movie and they killed him off. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, same. Because I didn't care about him in the first movie, but here I was really liking him. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Mr. X, what were some of your favorite uh, scenes from the movie? Starro. I love Starro. Starro and everything Peter Capaldi. That's fair. I, I don't know why, but the scene where, like, his facials on the rooftop when they're yelling at him were absolutely terrific. I don't I just think, I agree with that. I think Peter Capaldi is an amazing actor, and I think he made this character work when I think a lesser actor, if this probably, he would have been the one failure of a character. You know what I mean? The thinker character? Yeah. 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 Well, because the fact that he, he looks so goofy, you know, that you're like, this guy just looks like well, he's got needles in his head. Like, this is silly. But Capaldi just pulled it off. Like, I think he's pulled off flawlessly. And I was like, yeah. what a goofy looking thing. Well, and it, it, you know, I mean, because DC is so difficult right now with, with all the various different um, movies and mm-hmm. universes that they're doing and properties even though flash has not been as good their thinker on the flash tv show was a really good interpretation i thought of the thinker yeah. i really liked it yeah. and so to to then turn around and give us this version of the thinker i i and pull it off as well as they did i thought was kind of ballsy 
DP? I would have to say, I guess, uh, my favorite scene is probably the one with, uh, and it's one of the small scenes, but it tickles me every time I think about it, where uh, King Shark and Peacemaker are setting up the uh, plastic explosives. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. (laughs) It looks nothing like me. I don't know why, but that tickled me every time I think about it. And then, of course, when he's inside the aquarium, too. Oh, yeah. And he's making friends? Yeah. (laughs) So you think? Yeah. (laughs) I think uh, if I'm going to pick one particular moment or or thing from the film overall, to be honest, I think I'm going to take Starro at the end. The whole the whole Starro coming out of the Jotunheim uh, installation and you know being such a huge Silver Age DC fan and and pre Crisis DC fan like I the fact that they just nailed it I, I loved that loved the whole Starro thing Smurfy uh kind of talked about that that camp scene again is like always sticks out in my head and always makes me laugh um and then we'll have to be when TDK detaches his arms and starts punching one of the soldiers. <laughs> yes. I, I feel you're giving him too much credit when you say punching instead of slightly <laughs> annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just sitting there screaming like, oh, and they're like, that's what it means? You're the detachable kid? <laughs> like, yeah, fantastic. Hands down. Oh, Nathan Fillion. Yep. What, what, a, what a terrific, what a terrific role for him. Listers, those are our thoughts on the 2021 The Suicide Squad, written and directed by James Gunn. What did you think? Was this your favorite Suicide Squad-related movie? If not, what was? Unless we're lumping in all the animated films, they only have one other option. And if they pick that option, they're stupid. <laughs> wow. I, was in, I was including the animated option, too. Oh, okay. So. Well, then never mind. I retract <laughs> my statement. If you, if you do choose the 2016... You, you, while Mr. X's opinion is valid, we do still love you and appreciate you. Eh. No, we <laughs> and we'd like. And if you want, go to our Patreon, subscribe, and maybe we'll do a watch along of the 2016 Suicide Squad, where we just nonstop shit. I'm on not. Us. I'm not Smurf- watching the movie again. Hey, hey, Smurfy, was that movie any good? I can't remember. Full of God, I'm not watching the movie again. At least not with pistols. You'll watch it if the Patreons want us to watch it. You uh, slave. I will bring a bottle of mid-level. Hooch. Oh, yeah. I'll have bottles of whiskey. That's plural. Oatmeal cookie whiskey. Yeah, we can play how many licensed songs do they play in the first oh five God. minutes. Yeah. I bet the answer's like 15 to 12. I'll need my stomach uh, pumped before the, the second act. <laughs> so let us know. You can find us on social media everywhere. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok now apparently, Twitter. Find us. Tell us your opinions. And we'll let you know if you're right. And until next time, I've been your magnanimous host, Pistol Danger. And I am the striped man, Mr. X. I'm Milton. (laughs) (laughs) So you're Milton. I knew there was a Milton on this team. I am the overthought Dr. Impact. I am your friend, Dragonus Prime. We'll catch you in the funny pictures. What he means is you and everyone you know should subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on every app 
possible. I am. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no one was fucking saying anything. This is what I was saying. <laughs> Everybody should be looking at each other then. There is a little bit of a lag. Had, everybody had their head down, too. There's a little right, bit of a heads lag. Heads up, seven up. If you haven't introduced yourself, heads down. <laughs> was I it Javelin? I can't remember the character. Uh, the dude who was driving the van. <laughs> oh, uh, Milton? Oh, dr- Milton? Thank you. Milton. All right. All yes. right. So. Milton. Who's Milton? Well, was Milton? Oh, you're hold Milton. on. Save That's the fucking Milton. jokes for when I say it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why don't you say that now? And our sweet editor, who's amazing and a really good friend of mine. That guy's a fucking jackass. <laughs> uh, I like him. <laughs>